I got a really great piece of advice from a former former boss. And um, I was working in a dance studio, and he's like, You're, we're going to have a lot of people that come in here, and you'll have a lot of clients. Never accept a client you wouldn't go on vacation with. So you're based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Have you lived there your whole life? I have lived here my whole life. I've lived a few other places, but I've always managed to come back. What do you like about it? Grand Rapids is a really great city, and we're we're really connected to the arts and um, a really strong um, arts community here that I think is probably one of the biggest pieces that touches my heart. When I was eight years old, um, I was invited to see a production of a, a local theater company and um, sat on the first row of the balcony. My mind was blown with, you know, this kid that rode on stage on a bike and a house that was coming in together and people were walking down staircases. And I knew at that moment that I was going to have like this dance and theater that was going to be a part of my life for the rest of my life. And did you go to college for theater? I did not. Um, I wanted to, and I had a couple of offers to go, and I was just mortified at the time, kind of anxiety and fear that I would never be able to do what I wanted to do because I was trying to pay for this loan that I wasn't sure I'd be able to pay for it. Um, so I actually decided to go the kind of like trade school kind of concept and just worked under really, really talented artists. The coaches, some of the coaches that I've had have been, you know, first or second in the world uh, or in their uh, perspective companies or countries. And, you know, everybody's journey is a little bit different in how they get there. Um, but we all have, you know, we know we're supposed to be over here and we're not exactly sure how we're going to get there. But we just have to take the next best step sometimes or, you know, this step over here leads us to that step. How did you get into the personal training space? It actually started with a dance class that I took. It was on Saturday mornings um, called Cardio Salsa, and I absolutely loved it. Um, the instructor was a professionally trained ballet dancer that also uh, danced professionally in the Grand Rapids area and just started taking the class, loved it and loved it um, to the point, <laughs> nerdy me, we would go to this little beach town not too far from where we are, uh, where I live, called Saugatuck, and on the weekends, we would drive down to Saugatuck hang out for the weekend, but Saturday morning, I'd have to be back in Grand Rapids for this class. And then I would shoot back to Suckatuck. <laughs> but I just loved the class. And they eventually started to say, you know, you should consider, you know, teaching the class when this person is gone because you're, you know, really talented dancer. Had an opportunity eventually that I kind of stepped up and was like, okay, I'll try it. People absolutely loved the class that I taught. Um, a couple of the other um, companies that were worked for the same firm uh, also were interested and in, you're know, like having me come and teach there. So I started teaching the cardio salsa class at several different locations for this company. And then the next thing I knew, um, they were saying, well, would you consider teaching maybe something like this? Cause you have this really big following. And so I started teaching something else and something else. And, you know, before I knew it, I was basically working full time for this company, just bouncing around to different locations. They started to see that there was like this whole personal training group that wanted uh, personal training, but I wasn't certified to be a personal trainer at that point. So they actually offered to pay for my personal training cert because they saw how much money they were losing because Lewis had this following and they loved Lewis, but they weren't willing to go off to somebody that they didn't know. 
So that's how the personal training started to happen. And there were, you know, a lot of people who loved to dance or had this, you know, they liked connecting the music and the rhythm of the music to it. And, you know, understanding that, okay, my reps are going to, you know, go to this flow of the music and even starting to look at the different ways that you can use your music. You know, there's music that's really great for squats. And, you know, if you're on the beat of the music, that squat is going to be down at this point and up at this point. Really interesting to kind of add that aspect of rhythm and timing uh, with music, with people and kind of started to see how that would be a great way to teach training that was different than what a lot of people were just used to going through reps even though I didn't really realize this is where strong dance kind of began, but it's, you know, where the thought process kind of happened. It's like, you know, I'm looking for a great idea to do uh, a bachelorette party and me just being kind of the creative theater, uh, nerdy geek kid, you start to say, look, well, let's just talk about it. Like, well, what would you, what would you be willing to pay if you had these great looking guys who are in great shape that knew how to dance and they'd come and pick you up and this like, van or you know limo and then they take you downtown you get to go dancing all night long um at you know some of the greatest you know spots to dance in grand rapids and then they drop you off and you know have safe transportation back to the hotel you have food waiting for you when you got there she's like oh my gosh does something like that exist and i was like well i'm sure i can make it happen like i don't know if it exists but we'll make it happen (laughs) we took them out dancing and they had like beyond a great time um, we had ordered, you know, a few appetizers and some, you know, kind of food for when they came home from the bar that night. And I think in, in, in the middle of all of that is kind of where this idea of, you know, people really love to dance and they love to have a good time. They love to have this social connection and feel connected to a community of people. Um, I think at the end of the day, the business is really more about creating safe spaces for people find their best version of their self. I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, what entrepreneurship is. It's about finding the best version of yourself. Um, How much time would you say passed between that bachelorette party and when that idea was really taken its first iteration to when you actually started the business? Um, It was probably a good 12 years between that initial bachelorette party and, you know, feeling like you're back on your, your journey and like, this is where I'm supposed to be heading. These are things that I'm supposed to be doing and helping people and getting them to dance and all the things that made me happy. And, you know, kind of falling back into that path of, well, this is what everybody wants me to do. My business colors are neon green and black. And part of that was just a, as a, an African-American, I struggled to find something that was positive. In my younger years, that was, you know, black. Usually it's considered like blacklisted. And when you look at the dictionary definitions, there weren't a lot of positive things. And um, I finally came across like dark, rich soil. Like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, ha- created a space that was about encouraging people to grow. And um, the green represents, you know, the little bit of growth. And, you know, it's a ripe space to grow. Whatever brought you into this space, you're going to leave, you know, a much better person whether that's physically, whether that's emotionally, whether that's spiritually, like we're here to say it's okay to be you. And let's transition to Strong Dance and what you have going on there. Is it a particular class that, I guess the way that I was thinking about and curious to learn more was the franchises that are out there on X day you do X. And like everybody that comes in that day is doing the same thing. 
And then there's other ones where every single class is completely different regardless of when, when you're coming in. Uh, how do you, I guess, do the programming of the classes and what you offer? So the, the first thing that I find is super important for me to make sure that I'm giving the client what they want is to have them put together what I consider like a smart goal. What are they actually trying to achieve? Like, sure, I can be the best trainer in the world or the worst trainer in the world. Say this based on science will get you into shape. But if they hate it, are they going to do it? So getting to understand what they really want, what they're trying to achieve um, is, is the first and you know foremost for me. If you're looking for something that's not super, super intense or you want to be able to walk the next day or whatever, whatever, and you really love to dance. Um, Hey, maybe we do a low intensity line dancing class. We can either put together music that you really, really love to dance to already and figure out how to dance to it. Um, maybe it's that on some level you want to do some fitness, but you also would just like some human touch. Um, I have a lot of clients who um, are widowed or single and prior to the pandemic, you know, just wanted to come in to some extent, have someone that would, you know, touch them. So, you know, if you're in ballroom hold, that is a sense of touch. It's not sexual. It's not anything other than, you know, I want to have a connection. I've lost my husband and someone that actually cares and will listen. So kind of figuring out the programming that really, really works for people and what they're looking for and what's going to allow them to leave with a better feeling of themselves and their journey and where they're going. So we do a mixture of line dancing. We do kind of like a Broadway theater style of dance. But I wanted to get away from what everybody else was doing and really focus on like our specialty is really the ballroom dancing. So it's whether you're getting ready for a ballroom competition or you want to look good at a you know wedding or something like that. We will teach you how to properly dance together as a couple or if you want to meet other people and do a group class to come in for um, groups and you have part of it is done kind of like a circuit where you're doing some weightlifting and some weight training. And you have a section where you're dancing with, you know, either someone you came with or someone that's just also in the class as well. And you're going back and forth between almost like a ballroom dance class meets a Tabata class, but not necessarily that intense. Is everything small groups or how do you usually like to break it down? Um, right now we're doing predominantly one-on-ones just due to the pandemic. We're not doing any partner dancing just because that would be closer than the six feet that is currently recommended. Um, so all of the classes are either a low, medium, or high intensity of line dancing to different you know, popular songs, top 40, oldies. But as we're starting to move to the other side and people, more people are getting vaccinated, we'll go back to you know maybe a swing class if you're looking for a higher intensity, um, maybe a cha-cha if you're looking for higher intensity or would be able to step that down to a partner slow dance or, you know, nightclub two, Foxy. Uh, there's multiple different dances that you could do similar to maybe what you'd see on some of the TV shows that have partner dancing. Hitting back on the entrepreneurship angle, what do you enjoy most about being your own boss? I think I've always enjoyed helping people. The piece that I struggled with when I was in many of the other places that I worked, I felt like I was jumping through so many hoops just to help people. Um, I wanted to be able to see them grow and the, the process that I had to, in order to be able to have that, you know, moment of, you know, someone walking in, whether they came in with their sh shoulders hunched over and you're know, like, 
I'm not really sure I'm going to be able to achieve this to the moment. They're like, I got this and we're going to lift heavy today or we're going to do whatever. And they're like, Lewis, this is too easy. We got to go harder today. It's like an amazing journey. I think there, there's so many of us that are afraid to live our best lives and, you know, to be able to help somebody with that one piece that will help them get to that better version of themselves is, is so rewarding. Like, I almost don't feel like I'm, I'm the person that should be doing or should be given that like honor to be like, okay, we're just, if you just walk for five minutes, that's all we need to do today. And we'll slowly grow that into like, you know what, I'm, I'm lifting a hundred and some pounds in my deadlift and I'm doing all this with, it's like, it started with five minutes walking. How would you say your personality is infused within the business? Sometimes it's more than it should be. Um, I hang out with a lot of my clients. We're just really, really good friends. I think part of it is, you know, once you start to tell people, they start to tell you such personal things that you, you begin to build a legit friendship. So it's it's definitely super infused. That's a terrific answer. I align <laughs> deeply with creating the deep relationship with the client. And uh, it's not, I don't look at it as a, as a client, you know, really, it's just a friendship. Right. I got a really great piece of advice from a former, former boss. I was working in dance studio and he's like, you're, we're going to have a lot of people that come in here and you'll have a lot of clients. Never accept a client you wouldn't go on vacation with. And it was just such a neat thing. And I would say that there's very few people that I wouldn't go on vacation with, or at this point I haven't gone on vacation with on trips to, you know, Key West and Florida or sorry, Key West and Tampa and, you know, overseas to Europe. And it's crazy that something so little has, you know, transformed how I've done business to some extent. Maybe you just answered it, but I was going to ask, what is the best business advice you've ever received? There's no such thing as failure, only opportunities to learn and success. Um, I would say probably the easiest one, I think, for the first part of even, you know, just my professional career, not even going into entrepreneurship, there was such a fear of failure. Even when I started this space, it's like, I know I have a huge following and a lot of people love me, but what if nobody comes? And what if, you know, I'm investing all of this stuff and I'm trying to make this happen and it doesn't work. And um, the business coach that I was with, he was like, yeah, you can start a brand new business tomorrow. I was like, no, you don't understand. This is me. This is like, this is everything. But as long as you learn something, you could start a brand new business tomorrow and it would be totally okay. You'd say, okay, so maybe I shouldn't put all of my eggs into one hat. Maybe I put 95% of them, but I keep this one just in case. But you would have learned something. So I'm just going to throw it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go and I'm going to try it. And if it works, great. If it doesn't work, it's okay. I tend to like to really deliberate on things. I have found sometimes it's, it's not about deliberating as much as doing. <laughs> it's like, just try it. We'll figure it out once we get there. What's the best life advice? Dare to live to be every day to be the best version of yourself. Um, don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't live for anybody else other than yourself. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and sharing what you have going on. I wish you the best of luck and let's definitely keep in touch. Sounds good. You're still here? Well, while I have you, if you found today's episode valuable or useful, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps to expand the reach of the podcast. And if not, then just forget the last 10 seconds. 
Thanks. Talk to you next week.